Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Well, good morning. Good morning and welcome to my living room. I am so glad that you all stopped by today. You know, gathered here in the living room today, I want to I talk with you a little bit about life. Isn't that what we do in the living room? We gather around with people we love and we talk about the issues of life. And, you know, Pastor Lisa and I, over the next couple of weeks, are going to be sharing a couple of complimentary messages one to the other. And I, I pray that it's a blessing and encouragement to your lives. And... You know, as we're here in the living room today, I believe the Lord showed me something this week that I feel like maybe other people deal with. And uh, I just want to speak to you for a few minutes on that issue today. But back to the point that I'm here in my living room. Uh, sounds like maybe a little storm's brewing outside. You know, when I was growing up, I grew up amongst a wise sage of people. If you did things that were crazy, kind of out of sorts, um, they had a way of labeling you. If you didn't find a place of refuge, if you didn't find a place of shelter, um, they would kind of categorize you and say that you didn't have enough sense to get out of a shower of rain. Um, but you know, when, when storms begin to happen outside, I believe there's a natural inclination for us that we find some place of refuge, that we find a place of shelter, a place of covering. And for me, one of my favorite places to be when it's storming is not, it's not on the road driving down the highway. It's not trapped in Walmart waiting for the rain to subside so I can get back to my car. It's in the comfort and the solace of my living room. And in that moment, in those moments when, even though it's storming outside, what I do is I sit inside and I, I, I reflect and I thank God. And I say, Lord, you know what? I'm thankful today that even in this storm, there's a roof over my head that's keeping me dry. I thank you, Lord, that today, even though the winds may be foul outside, there are walls around me that are shielding me from its effects. Lord, I thank you today that there are provisions in the pantry that I don't have to go outside in all of these elements to find what I need because what I need is right here in the peace and the safety of my refuge. Maybe, maybe I look around at the family members that are surrounding me and I'm thankful for those that God has placed in my life. Maybe that season has passed and I'm simply looking at the pictures on the shelf and I'm saying, God, I, I thank you for the, for the life that you've given me, for the opportunities that I've had, for those that I've shared this life with. And I, I just begin to be thankful. Some of you ladies, like right now, you'd be firing up a candle and enjoying that sweet fragrance, that sweet aroma, and just 
you know, kicking back. Me, I thought about bringing my record player, you know, and just kind of putting on some jams over here, but none of you would probably like my record collection anyway, so. But maybe you put on some praise and worship music and you just wait in the presence of the Lord and you say, God, I thank you that I've got this place to stand as the storm passes by. But you know, never, ever do I ever get up off my sofa, out of my recliner, and walk over and peer out at the passing storm and say, God, you know what? I, I think that the appropriate response right now, based on the fact that it's storming on the outside, yeah, looks bad out there. I think I'll trash the house. No, 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 no. We don't go in the kitchen and grab the garbage can and spill it out all over the living room and, and go, in the, go in the cupboards and get out all the dishes and string them out all over the place just because it's storming outside. No, we sit in the solace and the covering of the inside and we're thankful for the peace and we're thankful for the safety and we're thankful for the comfort that's provided us in the refuge. We don't, we don't just go crazy and start, start trashing the house because it's storming outside. The odd thing is, however, that oftentimes if we were to say that today my living room is representative of our inner being, our inner man, our thought lives, our thought lives, our hearts, the quarters of our spirit, Sometimes that's the very reaction that we have to the storms of life that are around us. The storms are raging on the inside and the Lord is speaking words of comfort and peace over us. But yet our response to the storm on the outside is to allow the adversary to come in to our living room, our thought lives, our emotions, our hearts, and trash them. I mean, it, it starts storming on the outside, and you know, too often our response is that, you know, we, we meet a challenge in life. Maybe we've had a hard day at work. Maybe things didn't unfold the way that we thought they were supposed to. Maybe, you know, maybe we just got some weird looks in the workplace or something, and, and you know, we just... It, it's storming around us and then our reaction to a storm that's going on on the outside is then to open the door and allow the enemy to come in and just absolutely just dump the garbage can right on the coffee table. And just have his way and make a mess. He'll come in and get the dishes out of the cupboard and he'll tell us that we're no good and that nobody likes us and we're stupid for trying and we were born to fail and we're never going to be any good just because there was a little challenge on the outside. We let him in and he wrecks the inside. We'd never do that in the natural. 
Come on, some of y'all mamas. Y'all mamas, how, how many of you told your baby, I don't care if it's raining outside, you're not coming in here and tearing my house up today? Right? We don't, we don't let that kind of foolishness take place just because it's raining outside doesn't mean you're going to tear up the aisle. It doesn't mean that everything's got to stay all in a perfect array. But no, there's a line there. There's a limit where we just ain't going there. But we'll face a little storm in life and we just allow the adversary to come in and just run amok. He'll fill our heads with so much garbage so much trash you think to yourself that you'd be better off if you were never even born and he'll convince you of your worthlessness he'll lead you to a place of defeat and before you know it You'll find yourself just settled back in a heap. Just, just, just sitting right in the mix of it all, marinating in the lie of the adversary. Why? Because there was a little storm on the outside. Just because there was a little storm on the outside, we'll open the floodgates to the adversary and allow him on the inside. Some of you, like your kids go to school, they get a bad mind. Next thing you know, you're a terrible parent. I mean, it's just, oh, it's awful. Nobody likes me and my kids don't love me and, and, and my husband, my spouse, my whatever is just... I mean, we go from like zero to a hundred, just like that. Just because we met a little adversity in life, just because there was a little storm, we, we allow the adversary in to just have his way, trash our place. And you know, I, I, God gave me this visual earlier this week, and I, I don't know if that means anything to you or not, but that means something to me. I, I understand this. I understand the thought process that's, that's at play here. And, and, and honestly, if I can be transparent with you, sometimes experience it. And I, I hope it's speaking to you today, and I hope this is a visual that you'll take with you from this place. And I, I just begin to pray and meditate on that and say, God, wh why? Why is it that just because there are things that are happening around us, we allow the environment inside us to get wrecked? And I, I begin to pray and I begin to ask the Lord, why, why does this happen? Because, you know, even though the storms are right, you know, the anchor holds, right? That's the, we love seeing, I mean, we sing about all this stuff, you know? that I'll praise you in the storm. Like, I mean, right now, you're thinking of songs, one right after the other, coming to mind about how, you know, when, you know, I know the peace speaker. 
You know, we just, we, we, we recite and we go over how that the Lord just speaks peace in the storm and the waves and the winds cease and everything's calm and placid and we're comforted and we just talk about the Lord as being our great comforter. But yet, this. And, and I began to ask the Lord, why? Why? Because we know who you are and we know what you've done. And all week long I contemplated this and I finally heard the Lord say to me these words. He said, the reason that things are such in the minds and the hearts of so many is because we as Christians have confused retreat for refuge. We have confused retreat for refuge. Now there's several caveats here and I just want to clear up a couple of those before we go any further. I know in your mind right now that you're thinking, well, you know, there are different kinds of retreats. There's, there's like the retreat where you go and get away and I understand that it's refreshing and all that and, you know, don't bring me the fourth level definition in the Webster's Dictionary of the word retreat. That's not what we're talking about. I looked up the word retreat in the Bible I'm, I'm a Bible teacher. And I looked up the word retreat in the Bible, and you'd be interested to know that we don't find it in the King James Version. We only find it one time in the New King James Version, but a lot of other modern translations, we find the re word retreat several times. And the word retreat, as it's found in Scripture, as the Hebrew words are interpreted to mean retreat or to indicate retreat, it's always in the military sense. It's always in the sense that we have faced an adversarial foe and we have estimated that greater is he that is out there than the resources that are with me and I'm getting out of here. I'm going to run away. And we've confused retreat with refuge. Or we've confused refuge with retreat. I want to share with you a couple of definitions here of these words just, just to get you up to speed here with where I'm at. The word refuge is defined as, get this, a condition. A condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. It's a condition. A condition. Brad, come here and help me. Help me. Brad, do you like me? Yeah. What would you do for your pastor? Anything. Okay, good. <laughs> Stand here. Now, I'm going to preach from here. And it... Wait just a second. Pastor Jason, come here too. This is, oh, this is getting better. It's getting better every second. Alan, Alan, come here. Come here. Oh, this is so good. So, Jason. Come here, come here Jason. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let the storms pass by. So just per se that you were wanting to pursue me. 
these guys love me. <laughs> and you would have to get through them to get to me. Right? Am I right, guys? That's right. That's right. You would have to come through them to get to me. I am in, I'm not doing anything. You with me? I'm, I'm just standing here. I'm standing here, but I'm resting in the truth of refuge. That you may pursue me, but you've got to pass my line of defense before you get to me. Ain't it right? <laughs> and, and here, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm just as confident. I'm about to start trash talking right now. Because I feel secure, Right? I feel secure because I know that I've got a refuge here and that I'm going to be covered. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. You can be seated. Give them a hand. But if you, if you notice, I didn't do anything. I simply stood. I w it, was, it was a condition. I was experiencing a condition of being safe and sheltered from pursuit, danger, and trouble. Retreat, on the other hand, is an act. It's an act of moving back or withdrawing. And, and sometimes we need instruction and sometimes we need a challenge. And I want to challenge the thought process that we allow into our lives every time the adversary rises that leads us to a place where the interior of our minds and our hearts ends up looking like this heap because we've allowed the adversary in. I don't know if you followed these definitions closely or not, but there are several distinctions that are offered in Webster's rendering between the two. Retreat. Now, I'm aware, as I said earlier, that buried in this definition of retreat, there's also instances of time set aside to refresh and restore. That's not what we're talking about. For the life of me, I don't know why they use the same word to mean such different things. But they do. But anyway. But as it relates to spiritual warfare, and you understand that every day that you get up and you embark on the purpose of God for your life, you are engaged in spiritual warfare. There's a demonic fervor that is aimed against your life to discourage you, to dissuade you, and to defeat you. The enemy is pursuant of your life. He has sought you to sift you as wheat. And as it relates to spiritual warfare, which is a dynamic producing these storms that we so often come into our lives, 
we're going to use the definition of retreat in that military term as a noun, as an act. It's a running away from. It's a withdrawal from the enemy forces as a result of what we have perceived to be their superior power or after a defeat. And, and the emphasis of retreat, understand this, the emphasis of retreat is not the destination to where we are bound. The emphasis of retreat is not about where we're going. It's about what we're running away from. There's, there, all we know is there's trouble over there. There's trouble out there. And we're going to run away from and too often times, church, I'm going to tell you this. I've got to be honest with you. I watch people who often, as the storms of life set in and the adversary rages against their lives, they withdraw. They, they withdraw from the fellowship of the believers. They withdraw from relationships. They withdraw from interactions with people that might otherwise be encouraging to them. Only to find, understand this, when you retreat, it doesn't keep the enemy from pursuing you. Just because you run away doesn't mean he's going to stop. No, but he's coming. And you say, well, pastor, I'm in my word. Well, let me tell you something about that. Just because you retreat doesn't mean you have to surrender your weaponry. You can run with your weapon in your hand. As a matter of fact, you can run from your adversary the whole time saying the weapons of my warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. But I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But I'm not hanging around for that demonstration. I'm out of here. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? Just, just real quick, I mean, nothing, nothing not subtle. Any of you live this? Just, just give me this real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Pastor Lisa's going to say much more about this next week in a second message and that makes a bit of a mini-series, including this one. But, you know, you say, Pastor Steve, I go to church, I read my Bible, but I still find this happening. And I, I know that the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. I know the verse says the greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I know how Jesus spoke to the winds and the waves and said, peace be still. But let me just say this again, that you don't necessarily have to surrender your weaponry in order to retreat. Because knowing about something is different than resting in the same. Knowing about something is different than resting in the same, resting in the refuge of it. And there's a lot of us in the body of Christ that we know a lot about the scripture and the word and we know about it, but oftentimes we fail to take refuge in it. One of the other words that define this word refuge here is shelter. The same way that in my living room, the roof covers me and it doesn't allow the rain to, to fall on me. It doesn't stop the storm from happening around me, but I'm secure under the shelter. I'm safe, just like I was standing here behind this human fortress. I was safe, secure. And, and refuge 
in the dictionary is, is defined as a condition. It's a condition. It's, it's not something that I'm doing. On the contrary, we might say it's an environment where we find safety and solace. As a matter of fact, one of, one of the Hebrew words that is translated to be retreat in some of the modern versions of the Bible, the definition of that Hebrew word could also be translated to mean despair. Consequently, if you look up the Hebrew word used in Psalm 46, verse 1, where it says the Lord is our refuge, that same word, that Hebrew word translated there could also mean that God is our hope. It's, it's the place I stand when the storms are raging around and I stand in that hope, I stand in that truth, I shelter myself with the word of the Lord, I shelter myself in that good word, that refuge that I've found. God is our refuge, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 9, verses 9 and 10, the Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in the times of trouble, and those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. I want to tell you today, church, the word of the Lord is true, where Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. It doesn't matter if things are going good around you it doesn't matter if things are going to pot around you Jesus is there with you it doesn't matter if you're passing through the fire he's in there with you it doesn't matter if you're in the lion's den he's in there with you we've seen it illustrated all throughout history that wherever the people who were sincerely seeking God were and purposing to stand in his will there he was in the midst of them and he was as close as the mention of his name and all it took was a word Psalm 62 verse 7 and God is my salvation and my glory the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God Nahum chapter 1 verse 7 the Lord is good a strong refuge when trouble comes he is close to those who trust in him Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2 those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty this I declare about the Lord he alone is my refuge my place of safety he is my God and I trust in him listen remember remember when I told you earlier that retreat has nothing to do with what you're running towards but what you're running from I, I love the I love the Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Those that run to it. Those that run to it will be saved. The righteous run to it and they're safe. Did you get that? Remember, remember, retreat has to do with running from. That, that whole press to get you to turn in on yourself with this self-defeating mentality and philosophy and just 
all the garbage that the adversary wants to come in and dump in the interior of your life it's not necessary it's not necessary see refuge has to do with what we're running to and another word that as I said before that might use to we might use to describe this word refuge is shelter Jesus is our shelter in the time of storm the idea here is that we're running to the shelter of God's truth I'm not asking you to run around with your Bible over your head but in the interior of your heart shelter it with truth shelter it with truth it's our covering it, it's the environment listen this word creates for us the environment see I, I, I created earlier an environment I, I was I was in an environment and and that environment evoked certain feelings from me you know the, the whole felt secure I felt safe I, I felt good about my position in life and I'm telling you the truth of God's Word creates an environment for you it's not it's not a work of yours it's not something that you do it's an environment that he has provided for us and the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to the environment of his name and find refuge from the storm. It's, is it going to stop the storm, Pastor Steve? No, it's not. Not always. Maybe sometimes. Maybe God does speak peace. God will always speak peace. Sometimes the direction of his command is different than we might have anticipated Because we're, we're so busy waiting for God to speak peace to the storm around us That we don't hear him speak in peace to the storm in us And I want to challenge you today That if you're sitting on a heap Man, wasn't that the cutest little set? You know, when, when the service first started, you're like, oh, that's, that's nice. I like that. Little sofa and chairs. It was nice, right? And now you're like, oh, what happened there? You ever, you ever get in a storm sometimes and just, just start looking within and going, man, what, what happened in here? What happened in this spot? I'm telling you, God has an environment for you. And today, if you're sitting on a heap, I want to challenge you, I want to invite you, very simply, just to invite the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to come in. Because His Word says that, that if we just call on His name, that he's there the prophet Jeremiah said you will seek the Lord and you will find him when you search for him with your whole heart 
And I'm, I'm telling you today, church, that Jesus will come into that storm and he will change that whole environment where you can just peer out at what's going on and say, Lord, I thank you that I don't have to fear today. I don't, I don't have to be restless. I don't have to be weary in this moment. I can rest in you. Matter of fact, Lord, you got this. I'm going to take a nap. I, I'm just going to let this... I'm just going to let the sound of this rain tapping on my roof right now just lull me to sleep as I remember the authority in which I rest. God, have your way. Have your way, Lord. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.